You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. Hey, All Kevin, right, that so was your punchline to get into the show. I, 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 dude, I give them to you every week, and 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 I'm waiting. Okay, is this the start? Is is it started now? Are we started now? Well, you yeah. see, he, well, you see, he doesn't take a swing at him because his bat is small. That's right. And folks, you found out more than you probably want to know. Here we are, Geekiest Show Ever, episode 192. Yes, and we were just discussing our bats and our our bats on the internet and, and, and the uh, regularity with which we're all uh, making ourselves. But first, before we go any further, we must do the weather report. Oh, dear Lord. This is it a, is a requested it, feature. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Oh. We have features now. Features. Some people call them errors. We call them features. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Good grief. So, so I will kindly report that currently here for me, it is 36 degrees, breezy, so it probably feels more like about 30. And we're due to drop down, and that's Fahrenheit, folks. For Mark, that's two degrees. So that's and, and Mark's at a balmy seventy-seven. I, I, okay, I, I tell I you what, a... we had it much worse on Friday though. We were uh, pushing well over the hundred in Fahrenheit. We were uh, forty-one, forty-two degrees Celsius. It was hot. Awesome, awesome. You, because you, right you now, sure I... know that you're sweating in certain places, right there. I was going to say that. Would be... <laughs> you don't even have well, to yeah. move for that to happen. Nope. Yeah, and see out here in the Midwest, we're at currently at 31, and let's see, uh, wind of about three miles an hour. But yeah, we got lucky here because down south in Sioux Falls, which is about uh, two hours away roughly, they got uh, like 12 inches of snow uh, uh, last Thursday, Friday, I think it was, and we didn't get nary a uh, flake here. Yay. Uh, so that evil, evil, evil white stuff can stay down there uh, uh for the rest of the winter, as far hey, as I'm Hey, Mike, concerned. have you ever so taken, like, a big blowtorch to the snow? Ah, uh, napalm. Yeah, yeah, I reckon uh, that would work. Why would you oh, yeah. all want to hurt the poor little innocent snowflakes? Kill or be killed, Kevin. But they're innocent and pure and white. <laughs> Until they make my toes tingle and want to fall off. Then it's like, screw them. And, and, and it's not only toes. It's other bodily parts. Any anything that's not directly inside oh, of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, my fingers. Hi, how come, how come I got flipped the bird twice? <laughs> I got flipped the bird in stereo. Well, you got something about uh, uh, other things falling off, so I just thought of my fingers. Yeah. Oh, why, why do I turn up every week? I don't know. Well, uh, see, you I don't. Just to the, I just showed you the longest one because I figured it'd be easiest to see. <laughs> Yeah, we want we want to show Mark the longest things we have so that he can see them. <laughs> yes, it certainly protruded through my screen. Oh dear! Uh, no thanks. I'm just going to stay sat down here. So. <laughs> yes, actually, the reason why I wasn't on the show last week for anyone wondering, uh, Nicholas had just had an operation a couple of days earlier, and um, I wanted to just spend some time with him and so forth. He's okay. He just had to uh, have grommets put back in his ears again because he lost his hearing. Um, constant earaches and so forth so that's why I wasn't around and it was either spend time with your son or spend time with you guys and, and the listeners and it's like yeah I, I kind of 
went with the family card there and played that card. Well, you know, I can understand why you wouldn't want to spend time with, would, would want to spend time with your son, but you wouldn't want to spend time with the listeners. You and your son could have done a podcast. We, we could Junior have, Gates. but I, I, don't, I don't think it would have extended very far beyond Star Wars, Star Trek, Cars, video games, and that, that's about it. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they have podcasts based on each one of those individual subjects, so I don't see that's the problem. True. That's true. Maybe we should do a podcast. Maybe I should do one with the kids. Speaking, speaking of Star Wars. Yeah. I got I Battlefront. Am, well, no, I everything I turn around, I see an ad for Star Wars. And folks, say what you want, take away as many of Mark's geek points as you want because I'm just not excited about the new Star Wars movie whatsoever. Can I be quite honest? Neither am I. I think George Lucas screwed up the franchise so much that we're all just kind of once bitten, twice shy. Um, now, admittedly, Lucas hasn't had much to do with this, but I did say originally and, and months ago that J.J. Abrams being involved. I don't want this to be Star Trek and Star Wars in the, the singular universe. They've got to be in separate universes. They're completely separate. And I don't know as having the, the same creative director and, and creative force behind it is, is going to really deliver a great movie. Um, look... It's something that I don't care if I see at the cinemas. I know that a bunch of our online friends and so forth were going and buying tickets ahead of time because they had that whole booking system happen. And that's cool. You know, some people will dig it, some people won't. Um, but I've got to be quite honest. I'm, I'm with you, Kevin. I'm not that excited about the new movie. I am I get really excited and I love watching uh, Star Trek The Clone Wars, the animated series. I think in the past decade, that's the best bit of Star Wars that has actually come out uh, of the franchise. It's very well produced, extremely well written, and for an animation style show, it's perfectly suited for, for kids and adults, and it, it plays to, to both really, really well. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm big into that camp. This this sort of 30 years later, let's let's deal with, you know, even the original cast as older characters. Uh, I don't know. I mean, that cast, ex- except for Harrison Ford, they haven't done a lot. I mean, uh, you know, in real life, Princess Lahu, what's her name? Carrie? Carrie Fisher. Yeah. I, I mean, look, she got drunk for most of the 30 years. So, you know, there's that. <laughs> and then Mark Hamill, well, he's been behind the scenes just doing voiceover stuff. Uh, so it's like, do they really have that acting ability or is it going to be more like uh, they're just there for the sake of it? It, it? It's a bit like the reboots that they do, like Ghostbusters coming up, where it's rebooting and, and it's going to be female Ghostbusters, just a, a team of female Ghostbusters. I don't even understand how they're going to make that shift. I think it's cool. The concept is cool. Hey, I'd much prefer to see a bunch of beautiful women than a bunch of guys dressed up fighting, uh, you know ghosts and whatnot but here's the problem how, how do they make that that shift and i think that's what the problem is going to be with this new movie and this new arm of the franchise is we're going to be comparing it to the prequel that lucas came up with and totally screwed the franchise over and then we're going to look at the original films and here's the problem what are the original films anymore guys you can't even buy the original films anymore because lucas every 10 years was going oh 
you know, technology's improved, so I'm going to add this soon, and I'm going to add this soon, and then I'm going to digitally improve this and put this in, and it's like, oh my god, why, why can't we get the original versions back from the 70s and just have that before George Lucas got money-hungry, greedy, egotistical, and basically became an asshole and ruined their Star Wars experience. <sighs> Mike, Mark got out his monthly Star Wars. I know, I haven't even got to the Battlefront game yet, so there you go. <laughs> well, you know, I have, well, to, I have to admit something. I'm sorry, Mike. Uh, no. I was going to say, I have to admit that of the last three movies that came out, which are the one, two, and three, because the ones in the 70s were four, five, and six, I haven't been able to get through one, two, and three completely. And what? Every time I start yeah. to watch them, I fade away and go, okay, I've had enough. Yeah, it, it just it wasn't. It was a money grab. That that was the disappointing part about it. It could have been epic. It could have been great. And honestly, JJ should be going back and remaking the prequel. Make it bloody good. Totally trash what Lucas put out and, and call it uh, American graffiti of the Star Wars community, and then give us what should have been the proper prequel. You were going to say, Mike, before I interrupted you. No, no, I mean, this is probably the most interesting thing about the Star Wars uh, new movie so far is watching people like Mark lose their ever-loving crap over (laughs) what's been done. And then the rest of them speculating about, well, we didn't see um, Luke Skywalker in there. So, you know, is he going to has he gone over to the dark side? Um, they were losing their crap about that. Uh, the new lightsaber in there and uh, a, a handle like that shouldn't exist. That's the stuff so far I'm finding interesting. Now, you know, it depends. I for the same reason that I don't like to be judged based on what my relatives do, I'm not going to judge this movie based on what, you know, has happened in the past, be it good or bad. I just want to see what it uh, what it does. You know, if it they brings out some interesting stuff, you know, if they construct a good story where maybe uh Luke Skywalker was seduced over to the dark side or some, you know, some twist that isn't you know, there for the sake of it being a twist. If there is some logical good reason that, <clears throat> you know, he thought he was doing the right thing, but slowly just got pulled over to the dark side until he didn't uh, and didn't realize it until he was too far in to, you know, but get it's back so out. Predictable. You know. I, I understand what you're saying, Mark, but it's just so right. predictable. Let's follow in our father's yeah. footsteps. And maybe that's a, you know, a, a sort of story arc that they want to explore that's bigger than the Star Wars universe is well, that we often tend to follow in our father's footsteps. Or it, Well, that or that we just were pre, predestined, predetermined mm-hmm. to follow certain things. You know, not necessarily follow, because, you know, I don't think anybody would want to follow in Darth Vader's footsteps. But, you know, and, but it, you know for basically... Uh, what's what's the phrase? There's nothing new under the sun. I mean, all stories have been probably told over and over again, but it depends on how you do it and how, if they. It's going to depend upon more on the characters and not just relying on the characters, the old characters to lean on to help carry mm. you through there. Have them there to bring along the new story, but then you introduce new characters and. You know, okay, maybe the uh, you know maybe if he did go over to the dark side, maybe that's you know a, a tr- story that's been revisited many times before. But if you have good characters, good storylines, uh, good interesting twists in there, if you do something to you know rather than just hey, we're going to plug you know we're going to take one from column A and one from column B and two from column C over here and put it together and call it a movie. No, but 
like I say, it's it all uh, a story tell a story isn't worth the crap if this uh, you can't if the storyteller doesn't get it across. And I think that's what's going to amount to is how they direct it, how they do it. If you feel compelled, if you feel you know drawn in by the characters or something, then you know the obvious plots. Because I mean, I'm willing to overlook certain you know. I I watch a lot of science fiction movies, you know, for the other podcasts, and that's something we talk about quite often. There is tropes, and sometimes you know we we always kind of point them out, but every once in a while we realize tropes are there for a reason. They're kind of shorthand for you to just go, okay, I I understand the story that you're setting up. It saves you, you know, fifteen twenty minutes of plot setup if you tried out the trope. Oh, I get it. He's going to follow in his footsteps, but why? How? How did he get mm. there? You know, what what was the thing? So I mean, just to say, oh, you know, follow your father's footsteps yeah but you know it all depends because um, you know by the end there uh, by the end of the you know the star, the original star wars movies you know luke skywalker is this pure wholesome guy what would it take to get him over there and you know, like i say what corruption and i'm i'm not even sure that you know that's what's going to happen there. this is just my whole spin on it but again it's all going to come down to the story and how well you tell it and you're going to have to have the old cast in there i, I well i think yeah, I think you're going to have to have the old cast in there to help with the transition, kind of like they did at certain times during the Star Trek uh, mm -hmm. shows, where they brought in the original cast members to, you know, kind of link the uh, link the shows together, kind of create the background, create the past. So I think you're going to kind of have to have them there to help lay the groundwork. But now it's like anything else. You you can give a carpenter a pile of wood. You can give a person in a pile of wood. A carpenter will make a house. Um, uh, somebody else to make a liability lawsuit. I mean, all depends <laughs> on how you put it together and how you do it. So yeah. I, that's that's kind yeah. of my take on it. You know no, what? I, I, Sorry, Kevin. I'll, I'll just quickly. Um, yeah. I I think and you know if I'm playing conspiracy theorist here and and why Luke Skywalker isn't in that poster, my prediction is he's going to be killed out in the first scene. He's going to be either assassinated or killed in battle, and then the story arc will be the revenge and to go back and and. And, uh, you know, let's, you know, make things right. And it, it'll start the imbalance again. Uh, because by right. the end of the, the sixth movie, uh, there was balance um, in the Star Wars universe. So that was basically how it felt. So right. we need imbalance yeah. again. And that, that makes perfect sense because, look, he wasn't a very good character in the original movies. He was probably the worst character out of everyone. I, you know, I, I never really liked the Luke Skywalker character that much. I thought he was a bit too needy, pushy, and whingy. Much like yourself. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's, that's why I didn't like him. That's why we will call you Luke Greentree from here on out. <laughs> really? That doesn't sound Mark like Skywalker. me at all. Mark or Skywalker. Mark that, that, sounds, that sounds pretty cool. Yeah. How about Mark Treewalker? There we go. <laughs> How about Luke Green Greenstalker? <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. We we could we could uh, we could screw this up completely. We haven't. Darn. Oh, no, you already have. It's already gone. Already. Anyway, let me get on to Battlefront. So anyway, the big game that came out on PC. Uh, I think it came out on PC. Well, oh, so did you want an opinion too, Kevin? I didn't want an opinion. I was going to set you up, but you done freaking already started. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, I can't. I thought you got tongue twisted there, so I thought I'd just jump in and just go for it. So, uh, listeners, we're going on to a new topic, but it's the same topic. So it's a it's a subdivision topic of the main topic, which was Star Wars. And Kevin, stop flipping me the bird. It's not nice. 
I'll, I'll make you apologise to the listeners. Thank God we don't put this out in video. Yeah, no wonder yeah. we, no wonder we don't. They they delete us from YouTube for being uh, just ourselves. Now, uh, so the Battlefront game, Mike might be able to remember. Is that on PC as well? I think I saw something about. Uh... Uh, I get way too many game advertisements seducing me to spend my money. And I think I saw something for PC there, maybe through Steam, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I might have seen it. And I did play it for, like, they did have a, uh, uh, I want to say a PS4 setup in Walmart, and I was playing it on there for a, f- a few minutes. So I got a, a quick feel for the game, which... Well, that, that's literally all it is, is a few minutes. Hey. Well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah. There's no story, and, and this is what I got the shit. So, so I, I picked it up on Thursday night, got it home, put it in, and went, okay, cool, training modes, yep, wonderful, it installed perfect, no problems, where's my story, where's missions, yep, where's my story, multiplayer, check, where's my goddamn story, and then I went online and checked and there's no story arc. All they've done is they've just created little missions that are somewhat disjointed from each other, and you've just got to go through and, and just play the missions. And they're sort of based on the original um, three-movie trilogy, which is cool. Um, and, look, the graphics are beautiful. The controls are absolutely perfect. It's spot-on from that. The gameplay is there. But there's no story. There's no purpose to play single-player uh, other than to get all the stars and, and work your character up. And I don't know if I want to play online with other people. That, like, you know... That's like socialising, you know. People are assholes, and you know. Ew, icky poo. <laughs> I know, I know. Well, it takes me all my effort to put up with you guys each week. I, I don't <laughs> mind socialising, which explains me hanging around you two. Yeah. But um, uh, my thing is that uh, I'm getting better, but I'm still pretty sure I would metaphorically have my posterior handed to me. Yeah, I like that, Kevin. Um, <laughs> By somebody, and you know, and mm. that's going to happen sometimes. But I think it'd be routinely. So I think that's why I kind of just stay away from, unless I feel like I'm getting good enough, which I don't think I'll ever be able to. Uh, I just stay away from the online stuff for that. But you know, for the few minutes of gameplay that I had, and it was using a controller, um, which I'm not used to so much for gaming. I'm more uh, the key uh, gaming keypad and trackball. So I was a little awkward trying to shoot. And then you're just trying to figure out and it's like, you got to hurry. You know, I guess it's basic gameplay stuff. You're, you're put down in the middle of a uh, hairy situation. You have like a second and a half to figure out how not to die. Well, sorry yeah. about that. Um, but, you know, the, the, the graphics seem pretty good. Of course, I had a nice big TV, which helped too. But graphics look good and the gameplay looked good. And, but, yeah, and I just didn't quite – it didn't give you a lot of – it was a demo. So you didn't really get a lot of story set up there. But, I, you know, just the, the mechanics and the scenery look good. But, yeah, of course, sometimes the story, though, I mean, you know, me and my Borderland addiction, that, that has a story. But it's more of a reason to tie your, your missions together. Mm-hmm some reason for doing it it's not the strongest story in the world sometime i'd like to explore the halo universe because i heard that that that's a pretty good story yeah. you know so and sometimes the story is there just to move things along or give you an excuse to go you know blow up a, a bridge or something so but and right now even in borderlands i'm uh, kind of done with the story so now i'm just running around playing missions but you know at least i do have that option so but if there's no story uh, per se then i wonder how well it will do Outside of Star Wars. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, the franchise tag itself will carry it to a certain extent. But mm-hmm. you know what's interesting about that is you look at a lot of the uh, video games that come out based on movies. 
and I'm I'm thinking primarily about a lot of Disney movies that have come out where you had games that came out. They have no story, or the story is just bits and pieces of the movie. Yep. That the game is just weak at best. I mean, we've bought many of those, and it's like, really, really, this is the best you can well, do. So I, me, I don't mind games that are based off the movie. I I actually like them, although I would admit there are some that are horrid, absolute terrible. Wall-E was one of them. One of my favourite movies, although Wall-E should have died at the end. He should not have been revived. Damn friggin' Disney and Pixar having a bloody target kids as an audience. He should have died. Anyway, that's a completely another rant that I'll go on with at another time. Uh, but no, I, I do like the, the movie-based games. There have been some highlights over the years. One recently that I played was uh, Lego Jurassic World, where it was the, the original Jurassic World, uh, Jurassic Park trilogy and then the Jurassic World movie. And that was really good. It was quite a good experience and so forth. But for as many hits as there are, there's equally as many misses. Yeah, and I think, for me, the Lego games are, with the exception of the game base on the Lego movie itself, mm-hmm. which is okay, it's not a bad game, but the Lego, like, Lego It's a very, Jones, a very short game, though, that one. It's yeah, extremely yeah. short, a few hours of gameplay, and you're, you're finished. But the, the Lego uh, Indiana Jones, the Lego Star Wars, they're just fun to play. They're, they They have a gaming... I don't know what I don't know how to say what I'm thinking. They they work, but I'm thinking of games like they made the game they made for the movie Cars. Yeah, really? I, I you know what I played that on the PlayStation Three um, when I had that system, and it just it wasn't it was a racing game with the, the cars characters molded on the wireframes, and that that's all it was. It wasn't wasn't great. But then I played other ones, and I, I honestly can't think of many at the moment because there's been so many different ones but uh i'm just thinking like when my kids were were younger and my daughter was into dora the explorer well they made games based on that universe and on the wii and they were amazing games i mean even as an adult i i love to play it and i think if you can enjoy a kid's game that's based on a cartoon based franchise or something like that and and adults want to play it then it's a great thing but it doesn't happen very often. They dumb it down too much. Oh, and I had Tom's the Tank Engine on the Wii as well. My God, that was a great game. It was just, it was so good. You'd use the Wii remote and you'd sort of, you know, move the, the remote in a circular fashion to get Thomas moving. You'd have to clean him down and stuff. Literally, the game is only an hour and a half. But what they did put in was really, really good and really enjoyable. And you'd have races and all that kind of stuff. And it was just... It really brought that Thomas the Tank Engine uh, story arc and, and franchise into a game that everyone could enjoy. I certainly had a, a ball with that. Yeah, I yeah, I, I, I keep coming back to it. I can't think of the other ones that are out there, but Cars... I mean, not that the game was bad, but it by no means was anything new. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the other ones we grabbed. We we unfortunately grabbed. We all used to like the show Wipeout that was on for a while. Mm-hmm. The one where uh, that was based on a Japanese game show called something named something similar. The video game was horrid. It was. I think we played it for two days and said, you know, this is pretty bad. Nobody plays it anymore. It's I, I I pretty much it, it 
with me it's it's 30 minutes and if it doesn't click within 30 minutes it's gone and I just couldn't be bothered I generally turn around to the kids and say you play it I don't want to know about it yeah I'm exactly the same way the game has to grab me really quickly or it's just I'm not going to play it's just I was playing Mario Kart uh, earlier today and I'm looking for the new Mario Kart 8 where I have a 10cc version because I suck so bad at the 50cc <laughs> oh my god you need the Sunday. You, you need what my daughter needs, which is the Sunday Drive version. I swear they need to put in a Sunday Drive version so that you can just go around the world, whichever way you like, and, and there's nothing to do other than explore the world. It, it would be actually a very entertaining game for when you just have had enough with the world and you just want to go, oh, yeah, yeah I should be going to bed, but I'll just go, oh, let's go down and see what's happening, you know, down here. And But t- you can't do 50cc, Kevin. No, I can. I'm being a little facetious. I I actually do pretty well at 50cc, and I do semi-okay at 100. I just don't play it enough. When mm-hmm. when we got the original Mario Kart for the Wii, I mean, I spent untold hours staying up playing that game. I wasn't playing it online, and I got Gold Cup every class, every race course. I had nothing but solid Gold Cups, and everybody else in the house was going, how do you do that? I said... Because when you all are in bed, I'm sitting here playing this damn game. <laughs> so, you know, I keep, you know, yeah, I was putting in probably 10, 15 hours a week on that game. You know, that's a lot of time when you when you work uh, when you work full time and all that to put in yep. that much to a, to a single console game. So, yeah, it's it takes a bit more. But, you know, I, I just I need to sit down and play Mario Kart. I love Mario Kart 8. I just need to play it more. I bought one of the uh, classic, it looks like the uh, PS3 uh, controller. Oh, class, classic controller, yeah. Yeah, I bought that. You plug it into the Wiimote. Yep. And I was playing with that. I actually did pretty good playing with that. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I, I, it's more the style that well, I'm the, used the to. Well, the Wii remotes for racing games, just they suck. They're absolutely hopeless. They're pathetic. You, you need buttons, proper buttons and, and analog sticks for racing games. Yeah, um, yeah. And what I find is I love playing Mario Kart on the actual Wii U screen. I, it's perfectly sized, and I win each and every single time. But when I've got to play it on the TV, too much is going on, and I get distracted and so forth, and, and Nicholas can then beat me. But if I'm on the screen, it's like, hey, you can't beat me. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed that when my son plays me and hands my ass to me, uh, he pretty much focuses just on the Wii U screen on take, the gamepad. Yeah, take the gamepad off him and use the gamepad. Trust me, it's a secret, and I guarantee you'll beat him. Yeah, I want to. Pl- well, actually, I just want to sit down and play the game a little bit on the gamepad. You know, mm-hmm. while the family's watching TV, so I can get a little bit more. Because he's found all the shortcuts, you know, and and all that sort of stuff. And I just need to explore the game a little bit more. But I will. I just. Yeah, it's also holidays. a good game that it allows for people who are good at racing games to succeed and also people who aren't great at racing games to succeed because it, it runs on, on basic and elastic band style uh, gaming engine whereby you know if you're coming first you're always going to get the uh, coins or you're always going to get the uh, bananas as the power up and that both of them are crap. Absolutely useless or crap, as you said, Kevin. Uh, but when you're seventh, eighth, ninth, or tenth, for instance, then you get the bigger power ups. You get the the big bomb that shoots you ahead of everyone else, and, Billy and bullet, bullet, bill. I mean, yeah, you, you get all that kind of stuff, and that's where the the game's strengths are. Is that you can be the best racer in the world, and if you're playing like a a Need for Speed or or something like that, great. 
Uh, but you know what? In Mario Kart, everyone's equal. Yes, oh, it equalizes. You, you, you can get better and you can learn the controls, but it, it is a great equalizer. Yeah, the only part I have with the game is when Baby Peach starts to win, then I just want to crush everything in life. Yeah, been there. Had that. Baby Baby Peach has managed to piss off every, all five of us in this house, and nobody wants her, and everybody wants to squish her <laughs> when they see her on the race course. Run her over, kill her, kill her. Don't matter about first place. Kill Baby Peach. <laughs> I don't wow. know what it is. Poor That's Peach. An, Poor little Peach. She's an annoying little character, too. Yeah, just like Honey Boo Boo. Oh, poor Honey Boo Boo. She's so misunderstood. So are you, She's Kevin. Not even... <laughs> hey, hey, you That's know what? True. Speaking of misunderstood, I let you guys do the, the Christmas stuff last week. And when I edited the show, I was like, oh, man, I really want to delete this. Uh, I better leave it in. But I, I did put a little snarky comment in the show notes if you cared to, to read them. Um,. Wasn't, wasn't too... Oh, and, and here they both go. They're both going looking for the show notes. Jeez, I do the show notes. I put all this effort and all this work in and nobody looks. Nobody checks. Oh, they're all mean. I did read them, but I don't remember anything being snarky. Oh, it wasn't, it wasn't, me too. It wasn't so much snarky. It was just me saying, well, while I'm away, they think it's okay. Uh, anyway, so this morning I was uh, streaming some uh, artist radio on Tidal and I was... Um, Listening to some uh, artist radio surrounding uh, Connie Francis, who's a, a uh, American artist back from, God, I want to say the 1950s, 1960s. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some great songs. And, I, look, I love every era of, of music anyway. But occasionally, uh, you know, you'd have Dean Martin come on or, or and so forth, and then you'd have this Christmas song coming, and it's like, no, I don't want to listen to this. And Gretel was getting into the Christmas music. Well... From my Apple Watch, I was in the other room and I swiped up and went to the next track. And it was just awesome. It was absolutely fantastic. It was the best experience ever with the Apple Watch. It was like, my God, the Apple Watch is made for skipping Christmas music that I don't want to listen to. Yeah! Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Oh my God! Jeez. What 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 what's the budget oh. for therapy on the show? I'm gonna have to turn in a bill. Yeah, I'll have to ask Tim. Uh, silent. Oh, oh my night. god. Holy hey hey Kevin, it's not silent, you're sinning. What? Oh god. Lord help. You know what, listeners? Mike and I are sorry, and, and Mike's sticking a pen through his ears. Yeah, I, I agree. Oh my god. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin. I, I look I tell you what. I will start getting interested in, in Christmas music, um, you know, a couple of days before Christmas and on Christmas Day. And I, don't, I don't mind it then. I don't like it six weeks ahead of the damn event. Uh, it's the same when I go to the shops. We've had Christmas decorations in our shop for three, shops for three months. No wonder I hate Christmas. It's over-commercialized. It's, by the time you get to Christmas Day... I'm fucking tired of it. I just, I don't want to know about Christmas. It's like, are you kidding me? It's like even Santa's in the shops now. And he wouldn't normally turn up and rock up until the 1st of December. They must have let the pedophiles loose early. Um, That's going to get get some interesting feedback, that comment. Um, Look, I I just, 
I'll, I'll tell you what, even, um, you know, from the 1st of December onwards, we'll put up our Christmas decorations and then our weekend movies that we do with the, the kids and so forth. They'll be the Christmas-based movies. I, I definitely want them to see uh, the Polar Express. I want them to see, um, you know, a couple of the Santa Claus movies and stuff like that. They'll get a buzz out of it. I'll roll me, my eyes. But, you know, secretly deep down inside, there's still a minute little part of me that goes, OK, Christmas joy. Yay. Um but it's not enough to put up with the Christmas season for three months of the bloody year. I mean, honestly, Kevin, I know you adore Christmas, and look, I, I pull you apart, and, and I do it, you know, in a, a more joking fashion. Uh, I, I don't mean any uh, negativity uh, by it. Um, but, no, oh, don't cry. Don't cry on me, Kevin. But, but the whole thing is, what really has irritated me for a number of years is just the over-commercialisation of Christmas. It's just... It's all about buying stuff. It's no longer about the meaning. It's no longer about the the essence of giving, and it doesn't. And the essence of giving is even just giving your thoughts to someone else, calling them on Christmas Day and wishing them a Merry Christmas. If that's all you can do, that's all you can do. It's it's just, like just like we do with each other. Yeah, I we don't need. To go and, oh, how many gifts are we getting this year? Or, you know, how expensive is it? I mean, Gretel's talking about um, getting the kids a new iPad each for Christmas. I'm like, fuck off. No way. We're not doing that. At the moment, our prices are through the roof on the Apple stuff because we're getting <laughs> a screw job. Um, and it, it's like, you know, I just don't want to buy them new iPads. But she's like, well, what do we buy them? I'm like, I don't know. Buy them a game or something. Keep keep it reasonable. Don't let it go out of control. So, yeah, it, it's the over-commercialization. And this isn't something new. This has been happening ever since I was a kid. It started getting worse and worse. It used to, uh, they used to put the Christmas decorations in uh, around my birthday, which is uh, 25th of September. But now it's sort of creeping into early September now, and it, it's just, no, it's it's too much. We don't need it. Actually, a funny thing was, because Gretel had to order some uh, some products in for work, and even though she works for the post office, they also sell the the chocolates and, and what's called Daryl Lee chocolates. And I don't know, maybe we've sent you some, Kevin, over the years, but uh, they're, they're chocolate that's only available in Australia. Uh, you may be able to import them, um, probably in the UK, maybe, I'm not sure. But anyway, they're very popular out here. And she needed to get some more stock because they ran out of stock. So she called the supplier and, and said, oh, could we get you know X amount of, of whatever they were after from the Christmas range? And the supplier turned around and said, oh, no, we can't do that anymore. We're finished Christmas now. We're taking orders only for Easter. Yeah. No, I... And it's ridiculous. It's like, really? Come on. Let's get the event out of the way. Once, it out, once it's out of the way, then let's talk. But see, we'll have Easter eggs, and I'm not kidding. We will have Easter eggs in our shops on December 26th because it has happened every year for the last few years. It's like, ooh, Capri <laughs> Cream eggs. You know, they're my favourite. I absolutely love them. But I don't need Easter three months ahead of time. And then Easter, it's a religious holiday. It's not a chocolate holiday, you damn fools. <sighs> well... And I'm talking you know, to society I, and culture there. I'm not talking to you guys or the listeners. I'm, it's no, like, no, no. Oh. no I, I understand. I, and I'm glad to know what irritates you. I always thought it was that nasty rash you had, but now it's... That, that too. I mean, that, that's had me moving all day. I've got, I've got to well, say, it's like I'm on something today. Well, you, you, know, you were saying something about, you know, uh, 
iPads and Christmas presents and things are out of proportion. So does this mean that your your Apple Watch and your PS4 are going back because it's not about the gifts? Mike, sure. that's an excellent no, idea. No, no. I will take <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen, guys, guys, guys. I'm talking about the kids for the adults for me. I, oh, you, hey, 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 Kevin, put the phone down. Put the phone down. Put it down. Well, now I just suddenly got it. Uh, now I finally understand what an IRS auditor sees when he looks across the table at somebody that's obviously lied on his taxes. <laughs> Pure, unadulterated fear. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen Mark that scared. He's like, no, please. No. Don't, don't take what I live for away from me, please. I, I, I live for the pretty things that I get. I'll text Gretel. Mark feels that you've overspent on him this year. He has requested you donate those items to needy people. Yeah, and that's not you and Mike. <laughs> well, I, was split I, it I, even. I knew where I, that was going. I knew where that was going. I was going to split it even. I was <sighs> going to get Mike the Apple Watch, and I was going to take the PS4 just to keep things even. No, can't have them. Well, I'll talk to Gretel. I'll call her later. <laughs> Actually, no. You could well, probably you could probably have those. Just don't take away my vinyl records, my turntable, my sound system, everything well, else I they can go. I will tell her if there's any records that she's gotten for you for Christmas to go ahead and take them back because you feel no, they're too materialistic. No, I, I know what she's got for me. You cannot do that, Kevin. <laughs> I have come into I have come into me the forty uh, box set, so it's a, a forty collection, seven inches. ABBA's um, singles from their career. So it's all 40 uh, singles that they released and it's been redone in the original um, artwork and everything. I have that coming to me. Do not ruin my Christmas. Okay, that sounds Mark, like I'd... a challenge. Let, let, <laughs> yeah, let but, but I'll hate Christmas even like... more. Let me just say, I'm a lot like Washington, D.C. My loyalties are up to the highest bidder, so... <laughs> <laughs> And just so you know, uh, if you send a check or money order, McPeak is spelled with two E's. Thank you very much. <laughs> and make it out in U.S. dollars. <laughs> yes, please. He doesn't want Australian dollars. He can't spend those. <laughs> no, I need more than a candy bar. <laughs> oh, I mean, poor Mark. He just can't right. catch a break. He just can't catch a break. Well, you know, you were talking about Christmas decorations. And I put a topic in the show notes that Mark wasn't even sure if he wanted to yeah, discuss. Yeah, I, I don't know if we want to bring this up about well, your love and Christmas decorations. And I'm like, where do you hand the decorations from? You don't want to know. Jingle bells, jingle bells. <laughs> <laughs> no, jingle. No, never mind. We won't. I, kept, I kept it clean. Yes, we'll keep it clean. No, what I was talking about was this is here in the United States. This is the weekend before Thanksgiving. Uh, the United States will celebrate Thanksgiving this coming Thursday, uh, which is the 26th, I think, or something like mm -hmm. that. Um, but uh, traditionally, I put up my outdoor decorations the weekend before Thanksgiving because we do all the interior decorating after Thanksgiving. And uh, I was outside working yesterday. I had help. The kids were outside helping me. And I hooked my thumbnail while I was putting up some of the direct decorations. And I don't know if it'll come across. I, I, I don't know if I want to say it. It peeled back. It split ooh, and peeled ooh. back part of my thumbnail. Ew. And Ow. I looked down. 
my my daughter looked down and said, "Dad, you got blood all over your pants and you got blood all over your shirt." Well, I kept going and I was flinging blood <laughs> while I was doing it. So, yeah, I suffer from my art and my love of Christmas decorations. Oh my god! As you as you ought to, because let's for, let's not forget the the true Christmas story is about life and the eventual suffering. So you know. That's exactly right. Just like the time I we mentioned it last week when I stapled my hand to the house, you know it's you know it's these things I do because of, but I had bought some new Christmas decorations. I bought a new LED light set to put outside, and uh, I had to get all that stuff set up and wired up and finished all that up today. So it's all ready to go. I'll turn it on this coming Friday night for the first time, and it will run for a little over a month then. So. Mark's just shaking his head briefly. <laughs> he he's uh he's just dumbfounded and you know and you know my uh, problem with uh you know my problem with the whole Christmas thing it, it's besides the over commercialization and all that other stuff my problem with Christmas is the fact that that there's snow and uh, I don't as we I think I probably established by now I don't like snow I don't like cold you know I just don't know how I might you know survive the winter if we have too much snow it's just it, it, it's tough for me to deal with so yeah I'm hoping for a nice white Christmas I'm dreaming no <laughs> I'm gonna quit this show in a minute <laughs> um Seriously. yeah we're hoping oh my god I, I would apologize to the your... listeners, Kevin. That's awful. I I apologize for Mark being awful, listeners. No, no, no. You're you're sinning. Oh my god. Hey, there's a reason they kicked me out of church and forbade me to ever sing in church again. <laughs> hmm I can understand uh, why. I well, can't uh, sing well. I can that, sing that, loud. That but... is that is not a a voice that's holy. Did it have ever happen? Uh, Happen, did it, uh, have anything to do with you standing in front of the church singing Highway to Hell? That could possibly no, do it also. No, 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 not that time. No, okay, not that time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, I was singing uh, Big Balls. No, the <laughs> when I was ringing, I, I sang uh, uh, Hell's Bells while I was ringing the church bell in the vestibule. <laughs> that doesn't work, you uh. I, I, no, I, 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 I mean, look, you know, you could also send a whole lot of Rosie as well, but yeah. <laughs> no, if, I, if, uh, if there was someone called Rosie sitting in the church and a whole yeah. lot of her, yeah, you might have an issue. Yeah, yeah that's true. No, but uh, yeah, that was that was my thing. I suffered from my love of Christmas decorations. I peeled back my thumb and got blood all over everything. And my my youngest child came running inside. Ah! Because I was bleeding everywhere. And I would just too. Get, just get a band-aid, cover it up, and I went on back to work. I took a piece of electrical tape and put it over it temporarily, and it went oh, on work. Good grief. Well, you are it's a big enough staple shut. Yeah. I'm going to get a little super glue to hold the rest, what's left of the nail down. I had to peel the rest of the fingernail back. So if you want to see the pictures, folks, I put a couple close-ups, nice good close-ups on Twitter. You don't. If you're squeamish like I am. Ignore. Just, you know that little button that says 15 or 30 in your podcast playing app that allows you to fast forward? Uh, get fast forwarding now! It's too late. We already talked about the bloody stump of my finger. Well, go back and then fast forward through it, just out of principle. Uh, no, that's right. So, that, I just wanted to, just because that annoys the hell out of Mark, 
and plus it grosses him out. I like sending him pictures of gross. The first thing when I was taking the picture, all all three of my kids said, "Are you sending that to Mister Mark?" And I went, "Yes." <laughs> I like that. that. See, they know how bad you are, Kevin. No, no, they like grossing you out. <laughs> oh, I thought they were on my side. Oh, they like you, but they still think it's funny to gross you out. <laughs> and they find it amusing that Gretel likes the, to look at those sorts of things. Yeah, don't worry, she's a nutcase too. She is a saint and angel that walks among us. And we were just waiting for that. How much does she pay you every week to say that crap? <laughs> she doesn't pay me a thing other than being a wonderful friend. Yeah, look in your expenses for the one marked... Uh, uh, oh, I don't know what... I was going to say laundry service. That doesn't make any sense. I can't think of anything on the fly. The fluff and fold, maybe. <laughs> the fluff and fold. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I yeah. may want to go back and amend that one. <laughs> yeah, nah, that's that's Stoney. She that's was a fluffer Stoney. there. <laughs> Especially since I used to work in the laundry industry. We've established that before. I was worked in a commercial laundry. Anyway, so before we get too bad, given the time of year it is, yeah. I thought it might be worthwhile just to give people time to go out and shop, uh, to make a few suggestions, as we've done in previous years, of uh, interesting geeky gifts. And I even somewhere, what the hell did my notebook go? I <laughs> actually wrote down a couple things. One thing that I saw that I thought was really cool was, and they've been around for a while, is infrared digital thermometers. Ooh, you all yeah. See? They're really cool. You just point it at something and it tells you what the temperature it is. Yep. I just think that's super cool. I can go around pointing it at people going, oh, look, you're hot. Oh, I think you're dead. You know, <laughs> actually, that could be a good pickup line. Take one of those into a bar, point it at a pretty girl, and go, "Whoa, you're hot! <laughs> Check it out!" <laughs> hey, hey, why are you thinking about that? You're married. Yeah, it doesn't mean that I can't think. I'm not uh, dead yet. You know, you know what she'd say though. If you pointed that at her, she says, "Why are you using your thermometer?" <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Very yeah. true. Mm-hmm. So do you, so that that's my first one. I offer that up as a starting right. point. I'll go next. Headphones or earphones? Um, we often get, um, you know, the Apple earbuds or, or, you know, some Android devices have the, the earbuds included <laughs> and so forth. I look, the Apple earpods, they're a great, great set of headphones for getting it included. Uh, they're, they're really, they really, really are good. They do sound very good. But if you want to step up in uh, a little bit of quality or someone who really loves music, maybe you want something a little bit more comfortable, maybe they don't fit in your ears properly, um, definitely look around. Look at um, Sennheiser, Bose. Um, uh, one of my uh, thinking of... Uh, even Beats. Look, Beats, for all the criticism that they've had over the years, they have come a fair way recently. They do have some good quality headphones. Just... Don't buy the average consumer grade ones if you know if you care about someone. Buy the little bit better ones. Um, or you know what? Another good thing is um, along that same line is gift cards. There's um, in my uh, local um, audio and, and high high fi dealer, Len Wallace um, in Sydney, uh, Len Wallace Audio. They have um, 
gift cards in, in denominations of 50, uh, 100, 150, $250. And so you could always buy someone who's really into music or home entertainment, you can buy them a gift card uh, from your local hi-fi store and give it to them for Christmas and then they can put it towards something that they want because, uh, you know, people who are into music and so forth can spend a lot more than, than what maybe you're willing to to spend, uh, you know, for a Christmas <laughs> gift too. So that, that always comes in good. If you, if you know someone's interested in a new set of headphones, but the new set of headphones is going to cost $500, but you only want to spend 50 on them, get them a gift card to a, a dealer that they're, they're going to be happy going through and uh, best gifts you can give them. Yeah. Well, and if, if I could add on the marks thing a little bit there too, if you have somebody that, uh, you know, likes to go out and walk or hike or somebody like me who likes to listen to podcasts and such at work. Um, I've gotten into the bone conducting uh, headphones because they leave your ears open and you can still hear stuff. Obviously, they're not going to be, you know, for the music level, they're not going to be the highest quality. But if you want something to listen to, you want to listen to that audio book, you want to listen to that podcast and still have your ears open to hear traffic as you're walking or if you're at work and somebody is trying to get, get your attention for some reason or the fire alarm is going off or something, um, having your ears open like that but still be able to hear things and not have to pull something out of your ear or off of your ear all the time if somebody wants to talk to you is a good thing so that's just you know uh, uh, a variation on mark's idea there no it's and it's a good variation the only thing i've considered when i've and i've talked to you a couple times about this mike about getting those bone conduction uh headphones uh for me to use because i thought they'd be good at work but the only problem for me is with the way my hearing is i I have a hard time. I think I've mentioned this before. When I go out to a restaurant or if I'm out in public sometimes, I can't, and I think there's a technical name for it, I can't pick out the whole conversation. It gets all mixed mm -hmm. together. I can yep. be sitting two feet away from you and you're talking to me, and I'll hear like every third word, and there's a conversation going on at a table 10 feet away, and I might hear every fifth word. It all gets jumbled together, and... I you know I literally sit in meetings sometimes and cut my ear towards the speaker because there'll be a side conversation going on and I'm just trying to tune it out. Well, but I wonder if bone conducting if I would have that problem. Well, you see, uh, I I have the same problem as you do. If that's why I don't like parties or loud gatherings, just because. <clears throat> Especially if I get tired, it gets harder for me to pick out and concentrate on the conversation I'm listening to. I'm listening to it all. And so there's this gesture that I've learned when I'm listening to my headphones. It's For the audio you uh, listeners, it won't do much good, but it's like this. Hold up your finger, your one finger, your, your index finger, people, not the other finger. <laughs> Hold it up to, so the person knows, just wait a second. And then you press the uh, pause button on the side of the headphones. Yeah, mm -hmm. I can't listen to two at one time either. So yeah. it's become automatic. Sorry. Even if I think somebody's going to want to talk to me, uh, I'll just reach up and pause everything. It's become second nature. I mean, I can hit it without, you know, um, without even looking. So, you know, that's the thing. You want something that uh, has easily, easily accessible controls. Because for me, I got to pause it. I can't uh, listen to two things at once. No, it's, it's completely useless. Um, but so that's the thing. Just have something that's uh, easy to pause, easy with easy to reach controls and everything on it. Yeah, that that's a good idea. All right. So back around to me. One of the things that I thought was cool, only because I just recently experienced the need for one, is I said digital infrared thermometer. I want a digital tire pressure gauge. Mm. I the the analog ones. Even when I've used a good quality one, they don't seem to hold up very well. 
they seem to, you know, after you check your tire pressure a few times or after a couple years, because I like to keep it in the glove box, you know, throw it in the glove box, let it stay there so that if I need it for some reason, because all these modern vehicles have these tire pressure sensors in them and they go off and it's like, well, hell, I can't see any difference in any of the tires. So which <laughs> tire are you talking about? So I got so pissed off the other day, I pumped up all the tires to 35 PSI. I said, screw it, the law, it'll turn the damn sensor off. It did. <laughs> well, now, is your gauge, uh, does it have the needle or does it have the little thing that... The slide, up, the slide in, yeah, the slide in and out thing, like the butter right. thing. Yeah, I just, I just had to make that motion for the benefit of these two. Don't worry about it, <laughs> listeners. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, so the one that slides in and out, yeah. And, you know, I don't know. I guess it's accurate enough. I mean, it's not like if there's a, if you're a pound or two off, it's not like your tires are going to explode. But I do kind of like the idea of the digital so that your tires all have, you know, hopefully the same amount of air pressure in them. Just, you know, it satisfies the uh, the um, quantifier in me, the, the geek or whatever, that makes sure everything's exactly the same all the way around. So it does seem like an interesting idea. I just... I, I, I just go to the service station once a month and just set it to the, the 35 PSI, put it on, and if there's too much in there, it brings it down. If there's not enough, it takes it up, and if it's right, it just beeps at me. It pisses me off to have to go there because you have to pay for the air. Really? Yes. Oh, ours is free. Nope. Holy crap. Ever, no, ever. No, oh, okay, now I can understand because I'm thinking, okay, cool. Because I used to have a, 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 a air pressure thing that would run off the, um, the electricity socket. So the cigarette charger in the car it was low yeah. powered. It would take forever. If it was more than a couple of PSI, you need to pump the tire up. Forget it. You, you're just going to sit there for an hour and try and get it up and drain the battery at the same time. Uh, but no, we, we get ours for free. They don't charge. I am gobsmacked that they actually charge you guys for that. Yeah, well, not not me. Uh, maybe it's the fact I'm a small town, but even Watertown, our sort of metropolitan area, isn't that small. But a lot of these places, it's just a hole in the wall with a hose hanging out. And, mm. you know, you just go up there and, no, really? They, they really, huh. they're charging you for air. You realize if we would have had this conversation 10 years ago, somebody said, would have called you either a liar or, a, you know, uh, you've lost your mind. But they're charging for air. They're selling water and they're charging for air. Yes, awesome. They are, uh, most places, it's 75 cents, and that'll let you get, you know, if your tires are down three or four PSI each, we'll say, that'll let you get them all up, but it's 75 cents. Some places I have seen, and I don't stop at those, are a dollar, dollar and a half. Yeah, exactly. So how do they do it? Is it based on a timer system, or is it based on how much air they give you? It's a timer. You put the thing in, and the pump will run. Uh, you have to be like the uh, like the Indianapolis pit oh. crew, running from tire to tire. <laughs> what 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 you do is you train your kids and put one on each tire, and so you fill up yours and you fling it to them, and they grab what they oh uh, fill up yours and fling it to the next one. Now this is just the kind of thing that would make the scotch and me figure out the best. I would rig up a system where I would have before I even hook the hose up, I would hook a hose up to each one of the tires. And then so all four tires would be connected by this one hose and then hook it up and blow it up that way just so that I would get air in all my tires. Well, I, I mean, I've gotten it down where I'm really good. I, the place I like to go because it's it's a decent place and you know, if I need to get down on my knees or something like that, it's, it's fairly level asphalt and stuff like that. Um, so the first thing I do is when I pull up, before I throw in my 75 cents, I take off all the tire caps. And I put the car in just in a certain position. I know where to, how to position the car. 
and then put my 75 cents in and boom tire boom tire boom tire boom tire you know and i got them all i can do it it's i forget how much time it gives that's you. that's but insane yeah. whichever idiot thought that that was a good idea to start charging for air should be burnt at the stake i oh, just i that, that's scum of the earth i mean that really is i mean come oh, on I well remember when it was free. You just pulled up. Yeah. You had to have a tire gauge. You know, you'd have to know. Right. And that's the reason I got in the habit of always carrying a tire gauge in my vehicles. But now it's, you know, it, it's not that way. Every place that I've been around here, I mean, unless, I, unless my car's in with my mechanic, then, of course, you know, if he's doing it, he's not char- I'm sure in some way he's charging me for the oh, air. Yeah. But, yeah, but, I mean, I'm not paying directly money in slot directly to receive air. So, I mean, but any place that I would pull up and want to get air, even the little store around the corner from me, it's 75 cents or a dollar there. There's a car wash is where I happen to like to go to get it because if I have a dollar or a five dollar bill, I can quick get the change. Uh, I, and again, as I said, I know just how to park in front of that air compressor. Boom, boom, boom. And I can get done in a, you know, I can get for 75 cents worth. I think the first time I tried it, it took me like a two dollars and something worth of damn air to get to, you know, figure it out. But, you know, I figure it out, like, boom, 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 boom. So. I'd, I'd tell you, that that's worth taking a razor blade and slitting that damn hose so that no one else has to pay for it. It's a shame that there's no other option, though, but, ah, that, that's a rip-off. Rip-off. Well, if I could, if I could throw in a geeky gift here, which kind of ties into what you're saying there, um, for us that live in the Midwest here, uh, you know, we always worry about traveling and uh, getting stuck in the snow and the power going off and everything. And so I think it was last year or so we bought a uh, – it's a big battery device that you carry in your car. It will jump your car for you. It has a light built into it if you need you know, some light while you're working on things. It also has a uh, port on there, USB port, so you can charge, use it to charge up your phones if the electricity goes out. And it also has a built-in air compressor. Uh, on there so that you can put it in your car uh, so if your tires do go flat and you're out and you you know thing is you got to remember to plug it in and charge it up but it does have an air compressor on there and i'm not saying uh, it's probably not the best air compressor in the world you wouldn't want to go airing up you know tire after tire but for the emergency time or when you want to get some air in there or you know just the occasion when you need to pump your tires i think that would be a good thing and i want to say they run around a hundred dollars thereabouts, depending upon, you know, how much you get or something like that. And just something to put in your car. It's about the size of, oh, a a toolbox, I guess. I would say, you know, probably about a foot by eight inches by about uh, eight, nine inches tall, something like that. It's it's decent sized. It will take up a little room. It's not something you just, like, stick under your seat or store someplace it will take up a little room but it is handy to have because if you know your car you know, battery goes dead or somebody else's you forget to turn your lights off or something or if you're tired you're out there in the middle of nowhere and your tire goes flat just to have something like that kind of a basic uh you know survival kit um just for a few emergencies or you know you're stranded in the blizzard and you know you're trying to get help and your phone battery is going dead you can pull this out uh you can plug your uh phone into charge it up so that's just kind of a handy all-purpose deal and even if you don't live in snow country just to have something like that would be a, mm-hmm. a good thing uh anyway oh well, yeah think about the people that live in hurricane areas mm-hmm. just a different problem uh, same right. pr- the other way around but 
Yeah, well. and and to add to that, I, I think too that you know how you can get the little uh, battery adapters that basically look like battery adapters for your phone and so forth, and they they can like charge your phone once um, type thing. They're also a cool little gift to have for, as as well for people who maybe don't have say the six S plus uh, or or the six plus the bigger phones with the bigger batteries. Um, if you're still running the uh, the smaller phones that don't have quite as long or even if you just forget to charge it or maybe you stream a lot of content and do a lot with it, then those additional battery packs can come in handy. They're annoying to remember to carry with you and charge, but they're handy when you need them, especially traveling. Yeah. If, you, if you're traveling anywhere, um, they're, they're gold because, yeah, trying to get power conveniently can be a, a pain. Well, and to add on to that, always something handy to have for any good geek, a good power adapter to use in the car to put into your auxiliary power things. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and folks, don't cheap out on those things. I've had the cheap ones. They suck and they don't work half the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, $10 or maybe $15 will get you a really good one. I mean, a really high quality one. And you can get one with a couple cables. I mean, you, you're twenty. You got twenty or twenty-five dollars in a gift that will be well appreciated by uh, whomever receives it if they if they have to deal with things like that. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, that's always a good thing to have around. Well, and to just add on to the add-on, there some cables, and this is a retractable cable, so it doesn't Very take cool. up a lot of room. And the nice thing about this one is it's got a lightning port on it, but then you pull it, and it's got a micro USB. Uh, cable there also so that will cover uh, at this point uh, I don't know is Blackberry still a thing otherwise that will <laughs> cover 95% of the phones or anybody has still got the flip phones with the weird 30 pin adapter to it but this that and a good battery pack this will cover you know probably all your uh, devices and you know spend a few bucks and I've got like a is it a 10,000 milliamp uh, battery pack? I think I carry in my my pouch so I can charge up my devices. Just and they're not that big, you know, size of a, a little bit bigger than the size of a deck of cards or something like that. And you can get one that'll charge, you know, maybe a couple phones or a tablet or something like that. Um, just some good, uh, a, a few good things to carry around like that. And, it's actually, and, and, I, I just had a, a brainwave. Oh dear God! Oh, that's wow, that's one. The, the, the light bulb came. Some of the, um, speaking of batteries and charging and, and so forth, some of the external DACs for iPhone uh, have the ability to actually charge the phone as well as power the DAC. So the Oppo, and I'm, I'm filing on, on what the, uh, the model number is, it's a little portable DAC, it's about 450 Australian dollars, so probably about 300 US, um, and A, it gives better sound quality um, than the, the standard um 3.5 mil output of the iPhone, uh, but beyond that, uh, it will charge your iPhone if it's dying or, or whatnot. Um, so that's kind of cool as well. It serves two purposes. So if you're in the market for better quality audio, especially if you're dealing with higher quality sources, if you're dealing with Spotify, Pandora, and that, ignore what I'm saying because it doesn't make any difference. But if you're dealing with higher quality audio, uh, FLAC, if you're dealing with ALAC files, if you're dealing with Tidal streaming, or if you purchase from HD tracks and so forth, then a, a DAC can be an improvement. Um, and that may just come in handy uh, for anyone who wants power plus better quality sound to go with that new set of headphones. 
That's a good idea. Unless the listeners think that I've forgotten, there is one thing that definitely every person can use, and that's more USB thumb drives. You no. can never have too many. Yes, you can. No, you can't. I hate those damn things. I re- I, I've got enough... I, I, I just... You know what my problem is with them? I, I lose track of what's on each one. Kevin, stop licking the, the packet that's not even open yet. I mean, a, 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 <laughs> so, imagine how many germs are on that packet. Besides okay, the one you just Mark, added. So what you're saying is you consider USB drives the herpes of the computer world. Yeah. That's what, he, that's what it sounded like he said. Yep. 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 And, he, and so Kevin's licking them. I oh, know. It, it, it's just hard. But, okay, Kevin, what's on them? Uh, okay. Okay, here's my thing. Look, if you could get a one terabyte thumb drive, man, I'd be the happiest person in the world because you could just stick it in, nice, easy, good to go. But you can't. You can. Yeah, you can. Really? Have they released them? I thought they were up to, like, 256. No. uh, You can get a one terabyte. I think they're 1,700. Okay, well, that's why I don't know about them. (laughs) All right. So this has the backup of my MacBook Air. This one has... But do you... I mean, do you study them? Do you look at the different colors and say, right, that's got the backup of the MacBook Air because it's blue and white? No, it's black and white, actually. Oh, well, what, I just but, know. See, I, I, can't, I can't do that. Even if I had a database, it'd be pointless. It would be having a database for something that doesn't need a database because I need more storage than the USB drive can give me. I just yanked Sheldon's head off. Yeah, you got to stop playing with Sheldon. Um running version of OS. On, honestly, Kevin, look, I, I know you're not alone with this and, and, um, and so forth, but I honestly can't remember what I put on USB drives. And then when I'm looking for a file, it's like, where's that file? Because the problem is no operating system has an index for USB drives that are no longer in your damn computer. I would love an index to be available, searchable, somehow, if someone could develop this, that would be able to say, all right, this Amation uh, USB drive has this file on it. So you go and search for a file, great, it's on the Amation drive, good, put it in, done. But nothing like that exists to my knowledge. And all you're doing is trying to figure out what's on what. It's annoying. Well, this isn't anything new. It was floppy drives, and then it was CDs. The floppy now it's drives, USB you, could, drives. you could write on, and, and CD drives, you could write on what was in there and, and so forth. And what was on there? USB sticks, you can't write what's on there. Although I, I do know that some have fancy little screens with, you know, data capacity and stuff like that on. They're cool, but let's have something where it shows me what fo- what folders are on there so that I can actually go press a button. Oh, oh, that's the folder there. I probably know <laughs> what's on I'm... 75% of mine that are in active rotation. But don't you find that it's too much fiddling around with swapping drives in and out? Because I, I use the portable uh, self-powered drives. I like those a lot. Um, the only thing, of course, is they're tedious because they've got the cord and they're, they're bulkier. Uh, plus, they're more prone to breakage because they're not flush. They're still the spinning drives. They're slower as well. But look, they, they do work and they do the job. But <laughs> Kevin, did the zip back up? Oh, Lord. 
he's unzipped it and he's pulling it out now, folks. Oh, I'm going dear. blind. He's even got a label so he knows what it is. <laughs> yep, I do. This is one of my backup drives that I use in rotation. I, 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 I like that. He's got a label on the big backup drive, but he doesn't have it on the little pathetic USB sticks. Well, no, this oh, is so boy. I know the last date it was done. Kevin, so. Kevin, Kevin. You're, you're one in a million. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> I am going to have nightmares tonight about Kevin and his zipper. Uh, and I, his little dongles. Yes. Yep. I've got multiple dongles, folks. We've established this. Yes, and, and they're all little teeny-weeny USB. Oh, no, some of them are big 128 ones. Show off. In your <laughs> dreams. Compensating? <laughs> yeah, I reckon. I never said I wasn't. <laughs> hey, well, I'm honest. Honesty. I'm honest, you know. Um, I'll add on to what you were saying about gift cards. For me... I always appreciate iTunes gift card because I always want to buy apps and stuff, mm -hmm. you know, through uh, for my iOS devices. So it's always nice to have that. Or the occasional time when I break down and want to spend some money on an in-app purchase, calm down, Mark. Yes, I do it occasionally. Not often, but I do do it occasionally. So, But uh, those are some of my suggestions. They're inexpensive things. They're cheap. You know, nothing that's going to set you back a huge amount of money. The, the only last thing I'll mention, if anybody wants something – is they now make what they call geek multi-tools. And I think, Mike, you have a couple of them. I think I've seen you with... I, I can't remember. You, I know you have multi-tools. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they now make some that are very geek-focused. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, they'll have wire strippers and everything that's a part of them, and they're thinner and easier to carry. So oh, yeah. um, that's something any geek can always use to throw in their bag and have as a, something to pull out in an emergency. So... Uh, there you go, folks. There's some decent ideas. They're inexpensive ideas. Any one of those items you can probably do for less than 50 bucks. So, at the worst. So, well, except for the, the DAC one and the headphones. Um, well, I, that's because you spend $50 million a year on vinyl records. Uh -huh. But, yeah, I, I just didn't want the listeners thinking that you could get something of that quality, that shape. Unfortunately, you can't. That's why I suggested the gift cards. That's true. Oh, another thing that a geek always, or at least most geeks do, a good pen, a nice ink pen. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, there's or, or a good mechanical pencil. I, I still have a weakness for them. I, I don't write much anymore, but you know, show me a nice mechanical pencil, and I'll get get all you know over it. So yeah, that's, we. Uh, I took my oldest child yesterday. Uh, wanted to go to Staples because, and then she ended up buying. A really nice mechanical pencil was the thing she bought. So it was uh, very good for her. I bought, what did I buy? I bought something. Wasn't a thumb drive. They didn't have any, any of the cheap ones left that I wanted. <laughs> so, but I, well, I have that price point where, you know, once you get down around $25, I, I have to buy them. I, I have to. You know, just like, I don't, I just have to. It's a good deal. I have to buy that. Yeah, that's what I say about vinyl records as well. The only problem is I know as well as you do that it's a bad habit <laughs> more than anything else. <laughs> it's not a necessity. Yeah. It's an absolute want. And, and you do, you, you go with the prices. Like I've got a wish list of a couple of hundred records that I want to pick up. And I wait till they drop in price. And when they drop in price, I hit the, the buy button straight away. 
uh, until they drop, I, I won't touch them. And it's not that I don't want them, but you do set prices in what's acceptable and what you're willing to pay. Yeah, very true. Very true. Um, so, folks, that's the, the only thing we have left as far as a topic is uh, one Mike had brought up uh, that relates directly to games and geeky things. Yeah, I was just looking up and crap, the price dropped on this thing. I might have to. Um, no, I came across this and I uh, I was into Target, you know, an actual brick and mortar store looking at something. And I saw this and it was the uh, um, the uh, Minecraft game band. And basically what it is, it's a bracelet that you put on. It's got a USB drive in it, so it would make Kevin happy. Um, and uh, it, it works kind of like... Um, it's got a display on it, so it can be a clock, but you take the USB drive, you plug it in, and it has a uh, version of, um, or it has Minecraft on it. And so it's a portable version of Minecraft. So you could take this and plug it into any Mac, Linux, or Windows computer, and you can have all your games on there. It doesn't have to be installed on the computer. Uh, I'm looking at it because I have Minecraft on several computers. It'll take all your versions and back it up and put it in one place. Um, and so you can take it and play it on any computer you want, even computers that don't have Minecraft on it. Uh, and the, the, the selling point that they have that I don't know, think I will take advantage of it after the first three years over, for the first year, it will take all your information and back it up on their servers. Because this, uh, you know, they're kind of thinking at this, I mean, I'm an adult man, I would wear it, I wouldn't have any problem with it, but I mean, they are kind of thinking in terms of kids who like to play Minecraft. Their selling point is that if you lose your band for a price, and they don't say what the price is, they'll send you a new band, they'll take the information off their server and put it on there so you won't lose anything, which is oh. an interesting idea. And I think I, I did a little research, and I think thereafter it's like $10 a year to pay for that, you know, option, which, you know, if you really love Minecraft, don't want to lose your worlds and want to be able to take them with you, I think it's a really interesting idea. And like I say, if you're like me who has several computers and wants to keep them all synced together all, or all in one place like that, it's kind of interesting. And it's just, it's a kind of a stylish looking uh, bracelet. It looks sort of like a fitness tracker. It's got... Uh, it's nice looking. If, yeah, if you go to the store, they have uh, the one with diamonds on it, uh, the, the little diamond blocks from Minecraft. Not real diamonds, good lord, no. Um, but the one that I see here in uh, uh, looking at Amazon, um, it's got the redstone uh, little block on it. Yeah. And you can and you can program it so that uh, the display, besides being a clock, you could have like little things scroll across. So you could do different things. And I might just do it because I like a. I'm a little weird, and b. I like to have that you know just that odd thing. You know, yeah, Kevin, I'm more than a little weird. Don't give me no, that. Okay, look. thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I just like I don't mind wearing jewelry because I just got a regular old bracelet on over here, and I'd probably put it over there. So I'd have my fitness tracker over here and my Minecraft band over there. But uh, and you could have program it to have different things scroll across on a little display. It's a little eight bit display, kind of like Minecraft, a little eight bit game. Uh, you could probably could do that, Kevin. Uh, they might have a problem with it at school. Like we need to talk to you about the finger on your wrist. Um, so that that don't don't use it for the purpose of evil people, <laughs> um, but I just I saw that and I'm thinking and you know it was originally about uh, about eighty bucks but now I'm looking at uh, uh, Amazon here which I shouldn't that's my crack cocaine and they're down to fifty bucks for it so I, I yeah the, the the my my finger is kind of like going hmm you know go on Mike do it live on the show. <laughs> Take one for the team. Oh, 
Well, because my son bought one. He went down to Target and bought it at full price, and he's going to tell me about it when we get together for Thanksgiving on Thursday. But um, well, see, if you go ahead and hit buy, you're a prime customer. You'll have yours, and you can say, "Look at mine." That's right. You can compare. You and can both. Paid- you can both compare each. You can each take yours out and compare it one to the other. Well, this is true. Well, they should look pretty much the same. Although I do wish they had the. I wish they had the diamond version on here. The diamond version will just look better. <laughs> okay. And you caught me in a geeky moment, and you guys went south. Now, these, two, these two curves are sitting there. They're laughing their heads off. I walked oh, right in the door. Oh. oh, my God. I think I'm going to have a heart attack. I was laughing so hard. And if I finish the show alone, people, it's because these two people, <laughs> these other two have passed out over there from laughing oh. their freaking arses off. So, Oh, I'm sorry. That was just too easy. <laughs> too, too easy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I it was. The, the I door was wide open. Yeah, that was that, that had a big come on in sign in front of it there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, well, I, I lob you guys softballs once in a while because I realize that's about all you guys can really handle sometimes. Right? <laughs> yeah, so true. Yeah, so true. Uh, no, I think that's actually it is a nice looking band though. I like I like the uh, diamond one better than I do the red mm-hmm. the red edition. But if I could save about thirty bucks on the deal, thirty forty bucks. Let's see here. Was it? It's yeah, thirty bucks, fifty bucks. It's eighty. It's eighty suggested retail here in the right. United States. So. Right, and if I get it through uh, Amazon here, it's forty nine bucks. So I'm I'm saving thirty bucks, and you know, and if I do, if I order in nineteen minutes, uh, nineteen hours and fifty one minutes, and pay four extra dollars, I could get it here by Tuesday. I think you should do it. So okay. do I. Okay, Kevin, Kevin and Mark made me do it. Yes, <laughs> and then then we want pictures of you and your son comparing yours each together. <laughs> One big happy family. There we go. <laughs> and folks, on that note, because we've got families and everything else to attend to, I think we'll we'll call it into this week's show. I want to thank everybody for listening, and we'll we'll start in reverse order the other way around, backwards the opposite way in that direction. Introducing, <laughs> yeah, I confused them. They're both going what? <laughs> I I don't think he's talking to us, Mike. I don't think so. I think he was chasing his own tail like a cat in a bathtub. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So speaking of chasing tail, we'll start with Green Tree. You want to tell people where you can be found? Yeah, markgreentree.com will have everything you could ever possibly want to know about me. Yes, and sometimes TMI, but folks, go That's at your it. own risk. That's it. Go in at your own risk. So, Mr. McPeak, do you want to tell people where they can find about what you're taking in and out? Well, yeah, since I'm too old to chase any tail here, um, I'll just be on Twitter at DSC Chipman, or uh, you can look at uh, the, the, the semi-interesting things I do on my about.me page at about.me slash Mike McPeak. That's M-C-P-E-E-K. Most excellent. Folks, if you want to find out what I'm amusing about, or not amusing, musing about, go over to Twitter at uh, twitter.com forward slash B-I-G underscore I-N underscore V-A, or go over to about.me forward slash Kevin Alder. Folks, we want to thank you. We hope you've enjoyed the show this week. 
Uh, if you want to find out more about the show, go over to geekiestshowever.com and please read very carefully the lovingly handcrafted show notes that now Mark is, is doing. So please, please read them very carefully. Oh, I'm not, not going to do them very well this week. It's going to be quick and nasty this week. It was only last week because I wasn't on the show. Oh, dear God, he can't be consistent. Okay, folks, just read them however the hell you want. <laughs> <laughs> we apologize in advance for Mark's shitty show notes. Yeah. So, but no, folks, we want to thank you for listening. Uh, go over to geekyshowever.com if you want to find out, uh, read a little bit more about the show. A review in iTunes is always welcome. If you've given us one recently, we really do appreciate it. So, folks, we want to thank you for listening. And please remember, between now and next week, don't forget to hug a geek. Let's talk Apple. We play all your favorite hits with no commercials. 24-7 music even the boss can enjoy. Okay, host Bart Bouchotts doesn't play the hits or really any music. What he does do is give you the monthly wrap-up of what's going on in the Apple ecosphere, along with great guests with different opinions. You can get the news anywhere, but Let's Talk Apple will tell you what it means. Find it in iTunes. Stoplightnetwork.com or at let's-talk.ie domains. <laughs>